walk, live, write, and I hear you. There's so much in being yourself. And even going through all the garbage that you need to to keep figuring that out. There's so much I wrote. There's so many good words. There's so much to keep learning. I am the London Stansted Airport. Um, these like great chairs you see in airports. I'm waiting for the gates. Yeah, some airports are nicer, bigger, better, more comfortable than others. It's just about user experience, right? How convenient can be it for everyone? So maybe deliver that all these planes can come in and out this place. This is passenger information for passengers traveling to Pescara. Please take a seat around the gate area 45. At the moment, currently, we're boarding Milan Bepenza. Thank you. Um, this week was really lovely. Uh, there's so much to gain from traveling. I remember being on the way to London and thinking, did I really have to book this trip and come? You know? I don't know how much it cost me, 450 euros, something like that. Uh, with a visa application and tickets, you know, and like being in London, I don't want to even look at the bill. I come back how much I spent here. Uh, when you go in and out of the train station, you scan your card, your credit card. I was doing it through my phone, tapping the right button twice, scanning my face, scanning this thing, going to the thing, and then continuing. Remembering that when I was like five, not five, I was like 11, I told my friend that I had this idea about it. Imagine people could pay with their phones. Flight information for Ryanair flight FR3072 to Rome Champino. Your crew operating your service this evening will arrive at 2015. That's 8.15 this evening. Boarding will commence at gate 43 once the crew arrives. Please take a seat and await further announcements. Thank you. So... Yeah. But like, yeah, it happens, so that's cool. It doesn't have to be mine, you know? And I was thinking that, like, all this infrastructure that this system sort of needs for my phone to be able to do this isn't something that I was even close to at any point in my life. Uh, doesn't have to be mine. But anyways, uh, when, when I scan this code and everything, like, the first time I scan it in the day, I got a one pound. I'm getting it in euro, like one pound 16 or one euro 16 uh, payment just to start off. But then this entire week, that's all I paid, 1.16 per day. And I was going, the queen died, Queen Elizabeth, and it felt like uh, people thought about it for a day and then forgot about it immediately. Uh, if I'm ever king, <laughs> I don't, I'm never gonna be king, you know? If I'm ever king, you know, it would be nice if people just had one night where they chilled, you know? One night where bars and clubs get closed, just this one night where people shouldn't get smashed and try and get laid, just for one night. But then I threw the sentence to Saro and Musa, yeah, but uh, capitalism and alcohol are very strongly interlinked. 
So I was thinking, yeah, why, why would I go there? Uh, I could continue my lifestyle in Berlin, like I'm working hard, it's nice, you get a dopamine rush and time moves faster and you get into the rhythm of the work. And then Monday and Friday, I always have my calisthenics workouts. And then once, twice a week, I'm doing a spinning class. And then once, twice a week, I'm doing a hit class on top. So like physically, I'm doing really well. And I'm spacing things out to be really nice. And that's the thought. Like, why travel and remove the progress from this? Or if there's anxiety to being somewhere new. Everything. I don't regret it all going, you know, the more you can get in touch with life, uh, the more it, life helps you, the more you grow, because like being around life, my, my nephew, I remember coming into the place, Musa opened the door, high five me, gave me a hug, I went in, Sara and Musa were in the room and we were holding him, and I went and said hi, and he was uh, six weeks on the dot that day. Um, and yesterday he's seven weeks on the dot and just in this one week you see how much his facial features open up how he interacts different, laughs different makes eye contact with me, raises his eyebrow looks at me weird, laughs, jiggles, moves his hand funky, sleeps and sleeps so peacefully I had my hand on his chest, I have a picture my hand on his chest and he's about to wake up and just putting it there, he swaddled, which means he's uh, wrapped like a burrito uh, and this weird sort of blanket that, uh, that's really nice and let's sit down to the opposite one yeah, so oh. He swaddled and I put my hand, you know, on top of him and just put like this tiny pressure because like my hand is huge compared to his body. It's like all his uh, abdomen and uh, chest. And, and he falls back asleep and it's just like feeling his heart beat. So, so sweet, so, 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 so cute. Amazing, to be honest. Um, sitting there reading and looking at him every now and then, or like getting some signals that he's waking up. And <coughs> as soon as he's about to wake up, like I go and so I learned a lot about Musa and Sara, how it's like to be a parent, how they're going through their days, being parents. You know, Sara's working hard caring about the baby a lot. There was a day, I think it was a Tuesday, no, it was Wednesday, where Musa wasn't home, he was traveling. He came back at like midnight that night, called me Hamar. It was the sweetest Hamar I heard in my life. Uh, I said in a very, very, very low voice, my reply, <laughs> But it's nice, like he came home and one called me to open the door for him and he told me to, to wait for him and have my phone nearby. But I was just watching a shit movie from Kevin Hart. And uh, I removed the 
do not disturb mode, but it was still on silent, so I didn't hear it. It would have vibrated, but I didn't, I didn't see the vibration. So he had to ring at midnight to open up. It was just like light coming back fresh. So lovingly. And that day, life went cuckoo. I was just crying. I was just crying and 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 shouting and getting red and shouting more and getting red and was really something. Um, excuse me. This is this is Berlin. Yeah, right? yeah, twenty eight. Okay. Um, this is forty six. So yeah, what else? Uh, Sarah's lovely. Their house is like interesting. A lot of books stacked on top of each other. I was eating healthy, I fasted some days. Like I fasted 45 hours at some point and then 18 hours at another point. And I did so much yoga in a hot room, hot pot yoga, because it's like three minutes away from their house. And there was a card, like you could buy 10 days of unlimited passes for your first time to subscribe. And I went like five, six times. And yesterday I did two classes in a row, fasted, and then when I came, back home I ate. I didn't, I don't think I put this in my fasting app. Um, it was lovely, it was lovely. Like doing two yoga classes in a row was actually uh, much, much, much more, like I was getting deeper into every pose and because I was getting deeper and doing it for, for longer, it was like more depth and more strength being built into into it. Uh, the girls there were really hot. Like every time I went, one, two girls were incredibly, incredibly hot. You know, and uh, really, really fit. So from that perspective, you know, it's like holy shit. One girl I saw, uh, incredibly, like the kind of body I think I always visualized how it uh, end up marrying, but not the face for it, and also not the movements. You know, not the vibration. That I feel like I don't know what I'm thinking about now, but it's like I'm getting deeper and deeper to my own vibration, seeing how I move, how I'm like, and you know, I'm observing all these people all the time as they move, they move, they move. Spent like half an hour once because uh, Sara and Leif were at home. I was not coming home, and they told me they went home. I went to uh, Liverpool Street in London and found uh, like a place where you can kneel back, and I stood there for like half an hour. And the, the deal with myself was, you sit there and watch, and do not, uh, you do not go talk to anyone, no matter who they are. At some point, like I moved and then ended up talking to someone. It's fine. But then, like the game changed, and I was seeing so many people pass, hundreds and hundreds coming through each other, different colors, nationalities, everything. All these faces, all these energies, all these different focuses. Some people who saw that I was just there, other people didn't even acknowledge I was alive. One girl who checked me out like three times by moving her hair <laughs> in different ways. And then it's like when, when a girl moves, it's accompanied with another kind of movement that makes it seem like she's not looking, you know. She just kept going. 
but the game changed and I was like looking at um, certain items like once I was like who's wearing a jacket and just trying to see and focus on people wearing a jacket another time was a uh, strap like who has a bag with a strap or you know just has this one rope handle on your chest you know and uh, I was like that was maybe 10% of the people so like it was a decent amount to focus on but not overwhelming and not too little you know so just have your eyes automatically find that uh, while everything passes so much and I think that's good for ADD and it was interesting for me you know being there seeing such a big city living it talk to so many strangers you know, when I was going uh, what, what's this guy's name let me find his name the one guy that I felt like actually liked me followed me back on Instagram fuck Instagram his name was Ore right I was on the train heading to the National History Museum amazing place and I was like, why am I not interacting with this world, you know? Sure, I promised myself, like, I would abstain from hitting on anyone for uh, time. But then I was just like, but I'm suffering. I'm not communicating. I'm not seeing the side to life and everything. I want to see it. And then it was like I was born again in that moment, really fresh, uh, without needing to attach to everything in the past, you know? And... I don't know why people are so playful today in the airport. I saw some girl ride her bag like it was a scooter laughing. Another girl flipped it and didn't, moved it sideways. These girls here are doing like gymnastics on the, on the ring. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, doing like stretches. Uh, anyways, I think this might be my flight. This is a final call for our flight. FR 8736 Gate. We're closing shortly at gate 45. Thank you. So, yeah, I saw, I went to what I wanted to see because I'm me, you know, I'm not, it's not like, oh, I want to see all the landmarks, I don't give a shit, I want to see the people doing their thing, you know, see how they move, how they dress, how they, everything. So I woke up early on, uh, was it Wednesday morning? I think it was Wednesday morning that I went to the National Museum. Museum. Then I came back and the crying was going on. Um, and I was always like supporting, like coming to life and like, hey, whistling, hey, hi, hi. He who knows does not speak, and he who speaks does not know. Does not know. Being around my brother was like really leveling for me, you know? Baseline <laughs> for me. So I love how he moves, how he talks, his energy. His acceptance of me knowing all my history and my flaws and my benefits and the jokes and he has his faults too but it's like family and how much he focuses on himself internally as well and the truth of the world and sharing it with people what a lovely dude his wife is incredible too so open I got to finally know her a bit more this time around like actually living with someone uh, there was a moment on Wednesday when, uh, was it Wednesday or Tuesday, man? 
think it was Tuesday night after work that uh, the crying was really, really happening. And Musa and Khaled, Khaled's Sarah's brother, called, like they were on FaceTime call. And they were trying to help Sarah calm down late and just talk to her and be there with her. And I was holding the camera and made her food. Uh, dish uh, with like some vegetables and chicken and, and nuts cooked with ghee and a cup of um, hemp protein on the side and there's so much to say this is a final call for Radio Flight 8736 to Midland Benza your gate is closing now at gate 45 thank you there's so much to say uh, what a week so that was Tuesday, and then she, at the end of it, like I was sitting on the couch. This is an assembly call for Ryanair FR 83. Assembly call for Ryanair FR 7386 to Copenhagen. The boarding will start shortly at day 46. Okay, if I want to go to Copenhagen, I have to sneak a ride on this uh, gate in front of me. Fuck Copenhagen. Uh, what's what was it? What was it? I was saying, yeah, and then she just cried, 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 breastfeeding, and maybe even the way through, but like crying. And I was just like sitting there, you know, being there. There's so many emotions, you know, and being okay with them, calmness with them, fine. Because even like at some point I'm listening to Leith's cries and I'm like, but it's such a, it's not like a, it's not a bad cry, it's a lovely cry, you know, it's not a horrible, horrible cry. It's, it's, there's a smoothness, mellowness to, to his voice and to him that I really like, like a balance. And I hope, I hope he figures it out, you know, good luck, good luck, friend, growing up. Yeah, life will be a lot some points I was scared of like um, I carried him well and I was very loving and everything but like it was just so it's such a precious small thing you know any small like I started imagining Musa tripping while carrying him baby just flying and if the baby drops you know it's not like uh, it's an easy drop for the baby it's just like Tuff, and it's over uh, or they live with a handicap for the rest of their lives you know which isn't a nice thought um And what else? Yeah, National History Museum is one of the best places I've ever visited in my life. I met a girl called Paula there and I talked to her. She was German from Frankfurt and uh, she was 18. And I thought like, wow, she's one of the most gorgeous people I've ever met. We talked about books, we talked about everything. Uh, and like, she was crazy genuine. Moved to London to start studying and uh, we had a coffee together. She invited me for it. We went to a bookstore. She got Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice as we were talking about it. She said it's her favorite book. And I got her The Prophet from Khalid Gibran. I got it also for Sara and Musa. And uh, I added her on Instagram and then she never followed me back. And I was just a bit surprised by that, you know. And it made me wonder, like, all that I might think that you might have to say to yourself, hey, you have to, you should have said this, or you should have said that, or you did this wrong, or whatever, whatever you think 
you want to get out of an interaction or someone or a feeling or a dream uh, whatever whatever that might be or is you know at any point whatever that might be or you think it's just you don't know people and how could you ever be anything other than what you are in any moment even if it's a moment where you're any moment's an experience you know and how much should something like that bother you because the rest of my days were incredible you know even if she didn't uh, message me back and I feel amazing now um, but it's odd you know I don't know what people go through but they can just do their thing it makes me reflect a lot about connection you know it's like uh, what is it to really connect with uh, someone what vibration is it that you want in you and around you what vibration are you to begin with to have that around you, you know? uh, but then I went back to the museum after the coffee and, uh, I was fasted like 40 hours really 35 and then um, this was Wednesday and I went deeper into the museum it was actually like crazy you know what's in there there's so much so 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 much in there uh, at some point I lost myself in a place where it's just showing rocks and emeralds and rubies and crystals and, and every single mineral or anything possible in every shape and form and it was so beautiful to watch so beautiful to watch and volcanoes and rocks and stuff my phone was like two or three percent battery with the power bank holding it in my hand trying to see like how I can keep it all going, taking pictures of everything that I think is relevant. Uh, I think I'm going to be writing different now. I feel like a new openness towards writing that I didn't have before to like really sit with, with it in the words. Um, and really writing for the experience as much as I can, instead of any idea of uh, Instead of any idea of making a lot of money and getting famous, to really hone in and zoom in on the experience of what is written and how it can be more and honed. And being that, just being able to share that at whatever stage it's in, just because it's, it's there. If you want to read it, feel free. Look what I wrote. So, I feel a new, a new openness in that regard, for that case, and uh, I'm happy and appreciative of it. Uh, so let's see, without any rush or anything, I'm going to have to see when I can find a time or a place where I can feel an openness towards writing that I can consistently keep up, you know? Because I'm always putting in new ideas in Evernote. I'm not sorting them properly. And I'm not knowing when I'm able to sit down with them and sort them to the things that need to be sorted and then just construct and complete something the way it needs to be completed in a coherent message. I always keep thinking I need to keep adding more to the message or but just, you know, make the message uh, what the message is, you know without the holes. I remember this, I you know, keep remembering the state of 
when you leave yourself completely to your writing and you read it so many times and think about the structure so many times and you just keep on you know where you have to keep putting the things at some point and it's a beautiful place to be I can't recreate it completely but I can uh, Yeah, so National History Museum, I went through the rocks and it's inspired me so much. I saw dinosaurs, I saw birds, I saw insects, I saw everything. It's free and it's nice, but I'm pretty sure I paid for it with all my public transport that I went through. And then I went the next day to the British Museum. It was a completely different experience with how things are and were and everything with what's there. Uh, it was more really things, items from all the cultures of all the different times. Uh, the journey going through it was a bit different. It's not linear going through it. But it's still interesting. Like I took a puff from Musa's Vapan Sativa, more filled up. I took a puff or two and with a girl that I met there called Sarah. And then I just kept going and it was 10 times more interesting looking at these things just being a tiny, tiny bit high. It wasn't like crazy high, but it was just really, really clean. Because then like, I could really focus on the moment and be with these things and the emotions and the place and the context and things like that. Millennium Jermaine called me midway through when I entered. I put on a song from Brain FM to re-establish focus and just give that to my brain. And he called me and I picked up immediately. I didn't talk to him for like two months since I left the group that we were starting together. Because it didn't feel right for me, it felt like it was a lot of pressure. It was a lot of pressure from him too, like the ideas that he kept throwing on me all the time with what's, what's new and what he thinks and talking and talking and talking about an image of a dream of something that just isn't real. And taking me so far away from what I am and I'm not at a place where I can grow this in, in the way that matters, you know. So he called me and apologized because I sent him a message uh, sort of, you know, telling him why I'm leaving, that I'm leaving. And I was very respectful and kind and loving, just telling him, like, this is what's right for me. And his response was immediate, and it was like, oh, but, like, I just hear you complaining, and what is this really, and blah, blah, blah. And I ignored it, you know, I was... Uh, there's no reason very often to give in to someone else's arguments. Uh, you know, like when you argue, just continue the circle. And I keep continuing the circle if it's not real. Uh, giving it energy, justifications, and stuff like that. So I didn't, I didn't ignore it. I, I was conscious of it being very reactive. Like I reflected a lot and I was proactive with my. I reflected really a lot before I sent him my message and decided on leaving. And uh, he called and apologized. He was like, hey, I read your message again. I read my response and my response was unfair. 
and I agree with what you're saying. I also started doing those for side projects, and I feel so much better. Blah blah blah. And I acknowledged him completely, gave him, told him like, hey, like uh, I know that it was reactive. That's why like I didn't read into it so much. It's fine, my friends. We talked a bit about what's going on with our lives and we continued. This is a game changer numbers for our net flight FR7386 to Copenhagen. You only want to gain this gate 44 and no other gate advice. And yeah, uh, that was also a nice experience. This is a game changer numbers for our net flight FR7386 to Copenhagen. You only want to gain gate 44 and no other gate previously advice. Yeah, so of course you don't end up reading as much as you think you would be when you travel. Got like three small booklets, those essays with me and uh, Stephen King's Stephen King's uh, Misery. And because uh, Misery was just written so fluidly very very fluid book it just reminds me what it means to be a writer because you have to be creating from nothing misery just does that so well uh, but i'm reading glucose revolution i don't remember the author's name but i'll try to remember it next time and it just talks about glucose and she's so smart it's written so well There's so many lessons i read 100 pages in like two days and this was like at musa's place and i just took it with me took some walnuts too from Sarah's farm that they have in Lebanon and uh, Khaled's such a lovely guy uh, I don't remember his wife's name it's really weird Hadou Hadan I don't know but when I was saying bye I was like Hadoud just to just <laughs> no clue what her name was but like I knew that I could say Hadoud and it would be cool Jesus, um, even her na family name was like Kata Katakshi or something, I don't know her family name was, but it was also weird. Uh, she was breastfeeding their kid Jad, it's also funny. Uh, so yeah, I went to different markets, uh, found a sweater I liked and didn't buy because it was 60 pounds. Once on Sunday, on Saturday yesterday, I went to a market called Camden Market. Everyone said I should go, uh, then I went. And I bought, I found these like really nice bracelets for like eight, year, eight pounds each. Bought them for seven pounds each because I got four. Uh, one in green, one in white, one in purple, and one in light amethyst color, like light purple. And I left. And when I was buying the th one of them, I was like, oh, this looks a bit like the craftsmanship. Whatever I said, you know, the, the ball, the circles were a bit different from the thing going around them. And uh, she was like, yeah, check the other place. If you think seven euros is a lot, uh, you have to check the prices of the other place. Like she used it as a sort of technique. I went to this other place because it's right in front of her place, just a booth. And oh my God, it was the most gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous spot I've ever seen with bracelets. Just the most beautiful, beautiful place. 
like you could tell the bracelets were crazy high quality with crazy good crystals genuinely what uh, that was whatever stone whatever whatever so yeah i ended up buying four bracelets from this really high quality bracelets but like for 135 euros with her going down 15 euros and i was one of 20 but i was too kind and i was i, I knew that if I, i acted like i like if i was willing to walk away and i walked away i was feeling like 99 sure that i would get that five extra pounds off and as soon as i thought that and wanted to act it out i was still thinking oh but like But like, I really do actually want them. You know, I am, am I actually really willing to walk away? Actually, you know? And then when I was considering just acting it and following the wave of energy I had, uh, she asked me to check out another bracelet and I was like, then distracted or check out a ring or whatever. And then I was distracted and then I lost it. You know? But it's a very important thing to remember, like whatever deal it is, Are you willing to walk away? But I don't want to walk away. It's amazing bracelet, like Dragonstone, I got, I got Moonstone, and I don't know what the last one was, like, Citrate, I don't know what, what the fuck it was called, but it's yellow and see-through, and it looks so nice. I love it, like, it fits my wearing black incredibly. And I ended up paying 135, like I'm saying. Imagine. Uh, Imagine, uh, and I would have paid 300, honestly. And I, but I did the payment to be credited over four months, so I'm just paying 39 euros a month uh, until it's paid off. And I like that, you know, being able to have more right now and not really costing me so much at the moment and live more right now. Like doing that put another extra five euros on, on the purchase, but I really didn't mind over four months to pay for that, you know, to have the money now. And yeah, what else is left? So really young person. And yeah, I got them. Camden Mark is huge. Went to another place and got another four bracelets that didn't look genuine but just looked really good. That suit different styles. And now I have 12 bracelets for like 200 euros in total, 210, if not more. And I was complaining about that sweater for 60 pounds at that first market. But like with bracelets, I feel less. I want to be able to change them every day and they all have different feelings and different looks and they're so high quality, these ones. Like you just feel it. It's incredible. So, yeah, what, what else? Uh, nothing, I don't want to talk so much more. I ate vegetables and then, then some nuts, some nuts with it, and then waited and then ate uh, chicken sandwich. And then, like, afterwards, let us with the car, I felt so good. Anyways, I feel like I want to be playing more volleyball and doing more activities. And I feel just so okay with myself. 
not trying to find connection with anyone, not trying to, because anyone feels anything from you that you want, something from them, need anything from them, you lose. And trying to go back to that to fix it is also, in a, in a way, unless it's coming from the right place, also just losing more of yourself, just accept, move on, connect with the people you connect with and, and be upload this now for fine and uh, continue reading the ghost revolution because it's so amazing yeah Musa's leaving to Spain for a wedding coming back to London and then flying to Jordan in October with Sarah and Dave and I would look forward to see uh, if I can visit them in February again or March what a lovely thing